Hello folks, Annette here today with your moment for chronic wellness. Um, yesterday was a treatment day, so I'm feeling low energy and rocking a migraine, hence the sunglasses. So bear with me, my energy is a little low, but I am here today to discuss something really important, which is would a change in my diet benefit my chronic disease? A lot of folks have been asking me this question, and I know a lot of you out there have um, been eager to explore this if you haven't already explored it, because man, wouldn't it be great if we could shift what we eat and feel a lot better? So first of all, a disclosure, um, only take medical advice from a physician, and I am not a physician, so Choose accordingly. If you are going to make big changes to your dietary intake, please consider consulting your doctor first. All right, so in this regard, everyone is different. And yet, I will say that diet is a big component of the fuel that we put inside our body each day and therefore can make a really big difference in how we feel. Many scientists say that our gut is our third brain, that it is an important emotional center of our body, and that very definitely the fauna that grows there and the um, gut microbiota and what it feeds on make up a very important part of how we feel. Uh, if you have not yet heard the term leaky gut, it is worth you checking out. So get online, Google leaky gut, and learn more about it and whether or not you think it applies to you. I would say that for me, starting the process of healing my leaky gut made the first real difference in how I started feeling better the first control that I was able to take over feeling somewhat better. And so uh, it's a potent thing and, and rather remarkable as you start to go down the rabbit hole of learning about how we get a leaky gut and how we heal a leaky gut. So it can be a very important factor for many of us in starting to take control and turn around some of the ways that we are feeling. In my first few years of illness, um, I was trying almost anything. Um, I began um, in my first years of sickness as a vegetarian, and um, from there I went to a vegan diet. I um, tried more than a month in a juice cleanse. I was willing to entertain almost any elimination diet that was put forth to me by naturopaths herbalists, homeopaths, um, doctors I respected, chiropractors. I have been on a juice cleanse for more than a month. I have eliminated dairy for more than two years, coffee for more than two years, sugar, corn, nightshades, um, more than I can even recount or even probably remember. And I will say that I learned things from each and every one of them, even if all I learned was I will never give up coffee ever again. <laughs> um, 
But most importantly, what I learned is that there are foods that work better and worse for my body. I am not, fortunately or unfortunately, I guess, um, depending on how you see this, someone who has any classic food allergies. So I never came up, for example, with celiac or with um, lactose intolerance. And what became clear through careful elimination diets was that there were foods that worked and felt best for my body and foods that worked and felt worse for my body. And, and learning that is powerful information. You know, when we are feeling worse and better by shades and degrees, having that information and being able to shade and degree myself into a little bit better can make a world of difference sometimes. And so my recommendations to you, should you be trying elimination diets, is plan to eliminate lots of foods at once and keep them out of your diet for a pretty significant period of time. My recommendation is a couple of months. And then when you're about to start bringing foods back online, start keeping a log, a journal, of how you're feeling shortly before and after meals and add foods back in only one at a time. Sounds obvious, but it's a great temptation to you know bring a few foods back online at once and then you don't know what it is that's causing you a reaction if you're having a reaction. You don't know if you added you know, corn and legumes in at the same time, whether it's the corn or the legumes that might cause me to be feeling sluggish or having a hard time sleeping. And those are the kinds of symptoms that you might expect to have um, if you're having shades of better or worse, um, depending on the foods you're bringing back in. So add things in slowly, add them in one at a time, and keep a log of how you're feeling so that you can track which foods work best for your body. And so I'll just disclose that for me, there is not one hard and fast way of eating that works best for me. Um, I will say that eating clean uh, for me mostly means sticking to the fruits and vegetables, uh, reducing and almost eliminating my intake of sugar, dairy, and wheat. I eat those on special occasions. I eat those at other people's houses. I rarely keep any of those items in my own house. Uh, and that I feel the very best when I am sticking closely to an autoimmune paleo diet. But cooking that way is not necessarily the easiest. And I am not the primary cook in our house anymore. And so it's a lot to ask of someone else even someone who loves me dearly. Um, so I would say that I eat that way probably 70% of the time and that when I start to notice my health getting worse or if I'm going into a flare or if I'm feeling on the low end of things like after treatment, that is the first place that I start to tweak and make changes is in my diet and start to clean it up more and more. So those are my thoughts on uh, would a change in my diet benefit my chronic disease? The answer for me is yes. How about you? Tell me about your experiences. 
with diet and quality of life and chronic illness. I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for your time, and we'll see each other again soon. In the meantime, take care and be well.